Grand Rising, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, beautiful souls, wherever you are in the world listening. Welcome to Talks with Tash, where we feel, heal, and release. Grab a hot cup of coffee, a cold glass of water, a cold beer, or a glass of wine. Whatever beverage you're in the mood for at this moment. Roll up a blunt or two and let's begin. I decided we'll begin with inhaling a few deep breaths just to center ourselves and to give thanks to our higher sources and to yourself for taking this moment for you. We'll begin with taking in a deep breath for four counts in through the nose and hold for three, two, one, and release for four, three, two, one. Again, deep breath in four, three, two, one. Hold three, two, one, and release two, four, three, two, one. Deep breath in for four, three, two, one, and hold three, two, one, and release four. Deep breath in for four, three, two, one. Hold three, two, one, and release four, three, two, one. We'll continue this breathing exercise for about a minute. So, Mr. Patrice Alexander. So, Miss Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my podcast. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Um, So, we are going to talk to my good friend, Patrice. So, Patrice, you're the owner of the Forum Barber Parlor. Yep. And you're a very good friend of mine. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) You have become family, more or less. Yeah, absolutely. So, 
you've always inspired me and that's why I've asked you to join me on my podcast. Thank you. I feel that you have a story that a lot of young black gentlemen, boys, um, that can look up to you and hear your story and how you become what you've become. (laughs) (laughs) So let's begin with your little family because they're very dear to me. Yes. And I know them very well. So tell me about your lovely wife. Um, So married to uh, Tracy Alexander. Um, Met Tracy. Met Tracy about uh, 13 years ago. You better make sure that number is right before I get (laughs) strangled. Uh, 13 years ago. um, Met Tracy and knew... um, just knew that she was the one for me. Um, uh, long story short, uh, my mom. My mom is actually a life coach, uh, a motivational speaker, and just the way I grew up, you know, kind of believing in the universe. Um, I don't really believe in luck. Mm. And I met Tracy. You know, they say, okay, you know, you're lucky. You met the right one, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're dating. You know, I mean, she's absolutely incredibly gorgeous, whatever. And yeah, okay, that's. <laughs> Is what it is. Neither here nor there. But um, you know, as you as 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 you go on, you start to learn people and start getting to know people and stuff. And that's when they're um, anytime you meet somebody, you know their representative shows up. And then after time goes on, then after you get to see the real them, you know. And we were somewhere uh, doing something, and she must have opened her wallet, and um, she had a check made out to herself for a million dollars. No way. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, she's the one. Like. No, I never knew that. <gasps> yeah, she had a check made out to herself for a million dollars. That's when I knew that she was the one. I'm like, okay. Okay. She gets it. She's on the same Passes same wave. Like, yeah, okay. she gets it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so my big son, Jaden, Jaden's 23. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, kid's incredibly smart, uh, a lot smarter than I was at 23. Mm-hmm. I look back at myself, I'm like, geez, I wasn't really that intelligent at 23 as I, as I thought I was, you know? <laughs> Uh, he's great, and uh, my little guy Anthony Mason, who you my know, Bob yeah, you know, you know, and take care of all the time. Uh, he's six, yes, and uh, yeah, he's a fabulous kid. Yeah, he's okay. Uh, <laughs> he's okay. He's gonna be great things. I keep telling you guys yeah. that he has no choice. Oh, well, yeah. I know yeah. with a father yeah. like you, why he has no not? Choice. Yeah, so, absolutely. And you're an inspiration to him as well. Yeah. So. Um, I hope one day that he'll listen to this and oh my babas and daddy. <laughs> he better. <laughs> he better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is your business. Mm-hmm. How it started. I know myself and you, I've sat in your chair and mm-hmm. I've heard your story and your cuts have been great. Thank you. So how did all of that happen for you? Um being uh, West Indian descent, Trinidadian, you know, your your parents have friends and everybody that your parents bring around, you call them uncle and aunt, the mm. older ones, right? And uh, my dad's good friend uh, from Trinidad, his name was Conrad. Um, he had a barbershop that I used to go to when I was a kid. So, I mean, I was six, seven, eight years old. I'm watching this guy cut hair and he's wearing slacks. You know, he's wearing a shirt. He's a uh, shirt. He's wearing a tie. 
he's wearing uh, brogue shoes or wingtips and I'm watching this guy cut and I'm like, geez, like this guy, <laughs> this guy's clean, you know? And I'm like, I want to, I like, I think, I think, I think this one I want to do. I want to, I want to be like him. You know, I mean, I grew, mm. I grew up in house with, I grew up in house with, with two females. Okay. So I've always been into fashion and I'm like, okay. Yes, you dress very this sharp. Guy. Yes, Thank you, you belong on GQ. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wouldn't Thank be you. surprised if you got there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I said, okay, this is it. I told my mom at eight years old I wanted to be a barber. Mm. Uh, How so, was that for her? Uh, she was okay with it. You know, okay. my dad My dad said, no, you're going to be a mechanic like me. You know, which, you know, I've always been kind of... Uh, quote unquote against the establishment or you know mm. you know I kind of bucked the system a little <laughs> bit you know um and my dad you know and again in the West Indies here you know if you're a barber it kind of has that stigma of being a mango tree mm. barber like the guy who cuts hair under the mango tree and drinks rum all day yes. and just you know he gets a shilling you know a shilling as a you know as opposed to money so my dad's like no you know and I just kept cutting cutting my dad kind of realized okay this is what he wants to do um I started cutting when I was 12 years old um I worked in a barbershop since I was 14. Okay. Um, I worked uh, at the barbershop all through high school. So I actually ended up working with Conrad, um, my dad's friend. I actually ended up working with Conrad when I was 16. And uh, that was funny. I was, I was actually at home cutting my mom's hair uh, in the kitchen. And my machine uh, cut out on me, stopped working. So my dad's okay. like, listen, go up to Conrad's barbershop. He'll give you the parts you need to fix it right i said okay right. great no problem so because uh he actually gave me a couple of used machines to use you know oh uh, that's good yeah, which is really nice and uh went up there whatever and conrad was away on vacation he was in london mm. and his son was uh running the barbershop ron shout out to ron uh, <laughs> and uh i went up there i'm like hey ron listen man you know um i need uh i need, I need some parts of this machine he's like, yeah, no problem he's like listen what are you doing for the rest of the day i'm like it was like maybe like 10 o'clock in the morning we doing for the rest of the day. I'm like, nothing. Go back home. Come my mom's face. Like, yo, listen, man, you want to come back here and work? You can. And I'm like, are you kidding? So for mm. me, that was almost like I made the NBA because the guy I looked up to. Now I'm working, working in his barbershop. Yeah. You know, I mean, he wasn't there physically, but working in his barbershop. And I was right. like, shit. I, oh, sorry. It's, it's okay. It's sorry. okay. It's okay. Yeah, You're sorry, yeah. free to say. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. And I'm like, wow. You know, I got in the car. You know, my eyes are wide. I'm 16 years old, and you know, yeah. this is it. Like, you know, for me, I make it to the league now. You know, I get yeah. home, whatever. I can't remember what kind of haircut I get my mom. I just like, mom, listen, I need to get myself get back to the barbershop, you know? So you're practicing and, on mom. Well, well, yeah, you know, mom, you know, I mean, you know, I've been cutting mom's hair since I was 14, you know, wow. um, and uh, I worked at the barbershop all through high school. Um, so Conrad had another uh, another location that I ended up working at when I was 19 down at Mark and Lawrence, you know, and that was pretty busy. Mm. And um, I just felt that uh, in anything you do, you know, they say 10,000 hours of what you're doing, you perfect your craft, which is like 419 days and da 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 da, um, 24 7. I can't remember the exact metrics of it, whatever. Um, you know, that's when I really mastered my craft. You know, I worked it for five years, working every day, and it was mm. like, it was um, volume, just, 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 just cutting volume, just cutting volume, just cutting volume. It's like, you know, playing, I mean, I always relate everything to sports. You know, you know, you're taking your jump shots. You know, mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant take two thousand jump shots a day. There's no reason <clears throat> why he is who he is, right? Yes. Yes. Um, but I found I realized that um, my profession wasn't really respected. You mm -hmm. know, guys just look down at me like, oh, okay, you're just a guy that cuts hair, whatever. Right. Oh, okay, oh, whatever. Yes. Yeah. But not really realizing that you're really affecting people's lives and how they feel 
you know, come into your chair, sit down, talk, you know, it's almost like you're a therapist. Mm. And when you leave, you know, you feel like you're on top of the world. You know, these guys are coming to get, you know, coming to get their haircuts exactly. every week, whatever the case may yes. be, you know. Um, and uh, I decided to, to leave the barbershop because I feel I wasn't getting that respect. I, I wanted more. Okay. Um, so I actually went to, I went to college for accounting, actually. So I got into the accounting field. <laughs> Yeah, wow. went, yeah, I was, yeah, so that, That's yeah. That's a whole left there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I've always been into numbers. Okay. Um, so, I mean, after high school, I went to Seneca College for so two years. So, do you for feel that the universe aligned that for you? Like, putting you in the accounting so that you um, can have your own business? You know what? I mean, I went to college. I don't know how much I really did when I was in there, to be honest. <laughs> you know, because my thing was, I'm, sit, I'm sitting in class and I'm listening to a teacher who's making $60,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching me about numbers. I want to be a millionaire. He's never done it, so he can't teach that to me. Mm. Where I could be in the barbershop and I'm making X, Y, Z amount of dollars. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to class today. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, God, don't, don't, don't follow me. Don't follow me. You know? Well, uh, right? They, they have said that there have been billionaires that have dropped out of high school. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know? But you I know. get you. Yeah. And um. Uh, so I went, I went to work for this golf clothing company, Ash City. Uh, I was working in the accounting department and stuff. And, you know, I've always been uh, personal with people, uh, talking to people and stuff. And I'm sitting down there at a desk. I'm looking at my watch, you know, the times on my watch, the times on my computer, the times on the wall. I'm like, I can't do this, you know. Mm, the nine to but five. I always, yeah, you know, but I always cut like I like I had a barbershop in my mom's basement mm, you know so okay. even after work you know work finished at three o'clock I'd go home and I'd still cut you know so it was always there and uh left that left that job and I got a job uh working just ironically working at a uh, original engine remanufacturing company so we used to remanufacture car engines okay so the same thing my dad said you're gonna do <laughs> I end up doing it now right but it wasn't but my dad was kind of like the, he was like the Trinidadian Adolf Hitler. He rode with the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. you kind of see the way I operate, right? So, no surprise. <laughs> but, um, you know, yes. it, it was it was it was a You're lot. Describing time. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so um, uh, working at this at this plant, I go home and I cut hair, whatever. And uh, the big eye opener was. Um, the, so the company used to used to transport engines up from the United States okay. for us to remanufacture them and send them back down to the States because it was so much cheaper, you know, with the um, dollar exchange, right? Right, right. But what happened was our do- the so the Canadian dollar got so high, so the Canadian dollar got so high that they had to stop shipping the engines up to Tor- uh, up to Canada. So okay. they decided to ship it to another part of the states. So. You know, we had we had this uh, we had a general manager who was from England, this guy named Chris, great guy. You know, we you know we had a you know we had the usual we had the usual um, like a general meeting every month, whatever. You know, we thought it was just gonna be the regular thing. Okay, guys, the numbers looking good. But mm. it was like, listen, numbers aren't looking good. We're gonna have to close this plant down. Oh you no! You know, in uh, in in like the next six months. And I mean, I'm 26 years old. You know, I don't really have a pot to piss it. Like I, I don't I, like. I mean, I have a Rogers bill, maybe. Like you know, yes, like my, you know, yes, living, at, living home, at home. You know, yes, yes. Um, I yes. think I maybe had a car note for like four hundred bucks, but it, you yeah. know, it was it was yeah. it was light. You know, and that's when I really saw I saw guys' faces like turn pale. These are guys who are working at this company from like the nineteen mm. seventies who just came to Canada. And back then, in the seventies and eighties, you come to Canada and you walk into a job. Yes, there's no. They got to go through three. Three, uh, three interviews mm-hmm. and I got the first mm-hmm. uh, phone interview you walk in you hand you a piece can, of paper you yeah. start working on the spot right yeah, yeah. And these are guys now who have to 
go back out into the, uh, in, the, in, the, into world. the job world, mm -hmm. you know, to find work that now. That they're not like, used to right? and they haven't, they're not prepared for. So. Exactly. You know, these guys have wives, they have children, you know. Yeah. Not like, like when the gentleman is going on, this guy yelled out, I just bought my wife a $40,000 car. What oh am I going to do? Gosh. And for me, as a 26-year-old kid, I was in the corner laughing. Ah, that's because the way he said it. Mm. But nobody was laughing. No. You know, and now you see the morale of all the all the employees go down for like mm -hmm. the next six months yeah you know you get packaged up with everybody makes it sound like everything's so great but what's the next step you know that's when i realized that no one's indispensable mm. most so definitely. that was that yep. was a kicker for me i'm like okay you know patrice um you know you've worked at other barbershops and stuff and you know you feel your craft isn't really being respected mm -hmm. go create your respect you good know? for you so um that was 2006 uh I took I took the year I did all my research and stuff and you know um, I, I actually flew to New York um, I flew to New York uh, January 2006 mm -hmm. you know to do my research you know on, on all the barbershops I mean because it's New York you know it's the it's that's where you gotta be yep right? most definitely you know, so I went around I, I took I took three days out there and went around to all the barbershops you know to see how they operate and stuff and you know to see what I want what I what I want what I don't want type thing mm. um, I mean, and I'm a big New York Knicks fan, so obviously I went to go see a New York Knicks game too, right? You know, right? So you know, I yes, you and your friend Spike Lee. Hey, listen, listen, listen well, I mean, it wasn't that close, you know. They, uh, I mean, the dollars weren't that. The dollars well, the weren't pictures that. pictures that I see now, you guys are close. Well, well, uh, well, yeah, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of sitting up in the nosebleeds back then. Uh, you know, back the dollar, then, yeah, you know, look at you then, now, yeah. though, eh? You're up yeah, with Spike so, Lee, so. Yeah. Yeah, um, you manifested a lot of stuff for yourself. Yeah, Good for you, it, Patrice. Um, yeah, so did all that in uh, 2008. Um, 2008, I was working in this barbershop. Um, I moved moved out of Scarborough, uh, moved to Mississauga. So I was doing a lot of traveling and stuff. And there's this guy I used to work with when I was like 14 in the barbershop. This guy named Sean Johnson, great guy. Had a barbershop I'm like listen man i need a place to work in the meantime until mm -hmm. my barbershop he's like yeah okay cool no problem man yeah whatever but it's always that okay you're gonna open your own barbershop whatever yeah that's what they all say you'll be yes, here yes you'll be yes, here yes you know but i mean unbeknownst to anybody else i was always doing my research and, and doing my do my research and development right mm. and um you know it came down to the uh well you, you know what i gotta give this to real quick this is uh so ironic um <laughs> This one, this one, this one. Blackberries were really hot. Like everybody oh, had a BlackBerry. So this, yes. like, this like 2007. Blackberries were hot when they had that the like the roller on the side. Yeah. Well, yeah. The BBM was ringing, you know. And um, we're showing our age. Right. Hey, so it's all good. It's all good, you know. Um, I really hope this story gets out there. But uh, I'm cutting here in this barber shop, and you know, it's a small shop. We had about four chairs on one side, then they had a hair salon on the other side, and. Um, whatever I'm doing anything projects of the case would be like I don't really speak out loud to anybody mm. like mm -hmm. when I'm done what I'm done you know you see what you I'm doing see you see it, it right yes. people Instead are like yeah you know what it. I'm gonna go buy a Lamborghini next week mm. okay great Natasha next week comes hey Tasha where's Lamborghini ah mm. uh, well you know mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. something happened with the color and it's being you know so when you see it you see it yes. hey I didn't know you. yeah you know, you know a little something whatever <laughs> <laughs> and you know it, it's it's unfortunate but just the way our community is you know um what people do is if they feel they can't do it themselves mm. there's no way that you can do it exactly so they put themselves on you right yes. so um my whole thing was 
you know, I want to create an appointment only barbershop because mm. I because I've worked in barbershops my whole life and you know, the barbershop I worked at Conrad when I was 19, I'm, there's like six guys who are there and they're sitting down waiting for me and they're wasting their time. And my dad always had me as a time guy, you yes. know, like time, you know, time is something you can never get back. There's two things in this world you can never get that you, you never get back. There's land. Once, once, once land goes, it's gone. There's no mm -hmm. more land on earth mm -hmm. and time. Once time goes, that's it. There's no more time. It's gone. You can't get it back. Yeah. You know, time goes forward. It doesn't go back. Mm -hmm. And you can sit down and wait three hours for a half an hour haircut. It doesn't equate. You know, you think to yourself, how much, how much money do I make an hour? So, you know, you look at it like that. All it right. doesn't equate, you know? And um, I'm, at, I'm at this barbershop and uh, I have my location already. So I, I actually went and signed the lease uh, December 6, 2007 on uh, Young Street. So I, I, was, I, was, I was actually trying to find a spot downtown, but it's way too expensive for me. You know? mm. Talked to a realtor. He said, okay, just keep going north, keep going north. And uh, um, actually, sorry, man, I'm kind of getting on track here. Sorry. But, um, <laughs> but uh that's okay. I go. I go to sign. I go to. I, I went to go check out this place uh, up at Young and Finch, where I am right now. Currently, I see a four lease sign in the in the window, and I went in. I, I call the real estate company. I'm not going to say the name. I'm not trying to out anybody, whatever. But uh, you know it is. <laughs> you know it's. Well, not Black History Month, but you know. I'm the heels. But anyways, um, I went. I went in to see this guy by the name by, by the name of Gary Polak. Great guy, uh, realtor. Hey, Mr. Gary, how are you? Uh, blah, blah blah. I want to see five five one nine Young Street. He's like, oh, okay, so you want to, this is the, this is April 2007, actually. He's like, yeah, you want to, because this location, he's like, well, I'll tell you the honest truth. This is not me, but you're not going to get this location. Like, why not? Is there a bidding war? He's like, because you're young and you're black. <gasps> and I respect him for saying that. Well, like, yeah, I know, is, but it was kind of shocking for you. You know what? We've had to deal with, 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 with all these things so much in our lives. It's kind of okay. like, you know, I know it's bad, but you know, okay. you just kind of, you expect these things. So it's okay. like, okay, you never... You know, my dad always taught me, you know, always expect the unexpected. So it's not a, oh, okay. Mm. So you're just going to tear down that wall. That's all you're going to do. You tear down the wall, right? So when he said it to me, he's like, it's not me. Mm. This is how the owner of the brokerage operates. So he's going on what I guess he sees on TV. Okay. He, he probably never grew up with blacks mm -hmm. or black, young black men. What he sees of young black men are what he sees in the news, mm. right? I said, okay, no problem. I mean, Mr. Gary Pluck, I really appreciate it. Great guy too. He wasn't a, oh, you're a little black kid. You yeah. Know? Whatever. So this is April 2007. I'm working in Scarborough at that barbershop. And I drove by, go to Mississauga. One, every Friday, I leave work a little bit early. And mm -hmm. I drive by that location to see it. You know, just to manifest it. It's going to be mine. It's going to be mine. And I'd see that four lease sign in the window up until November. Every week I drove by up until November. And I gave him a call again. I'm like, I'm Mr. Polak. How are you? It's Patrice calling. I came to see you in April. Um, I still wanted the location. Like, okay, you know what? Come on and have a talk with me. You know, And I'm green to business per se where now now i have to get a leasehold agreement and stuff mm. and now it now now you're in the big leagues you know and i'm i'm doing this all by myself no help nothing uh i'm like listen mr polak you know uh when i came to see you the first time you said this location was available for nine months nobody took it you know and, and now it's from april to november that's the fourth month to the 11th month and now it's seven months later like sir sir it's, al it's almost two years that, that this place is vacant right if i'm the owner of the building I'd rather have some rent than have no rent. Rent, exactly. He's like, you know what, kiddo, you got a point. Let me speak to the let me speak to the owner, and we'll see what happens, whatever. And um, he called the owner in, whatever. Uh, the owner's like, okay, let's do it. So the owner, uh, is an older Italian gentleman by the name of Mary Masucci. Mm. Um, 
I'm leaving the office. You know, my hand's still shaking from signing off in the lease agreement. <laughs> I'm signing my life away. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm a kid from Scarborough, you know, and I'm on Young Street. It's the longest street in the world. Yeah, it's scary, yep, right? Most definitely. And I haven't told my friends. I haven't told anybody what I was doing. Nobody. This is all on you. Only person, only person knew what I was doing is my mom. Mm. You know? And, um, and she was cheering you on. I always, okay. always. You know, she'll never tell me no. She's like, I know how you are as a kid. You've always been this way, so nice. go get it. You know. Um, I leave the office there with the realtor and it just so happens that my landlord now was walking out of another office. He goes, Hey, Mr. Mario, come on over here. This is the kid, you know, what's going to be opening the, mm-hmm. open the barbershop. And whenever you sign a leasehold agreement, you have to put exactly what you're doing in the space. Like right. if you're going to open a tattoo parlor, you're going to open a travel agency. It has to be on the line, whatever. Exactly. He's like, he's like, oh, okay. So you're the, so you're the barber, right, kiddo? So it turns out that my landlord, he was a barber also. No way. In Italy. Right. <gasps> so, um, came here he opened a bunch of barbershops and he bought a bunch of buildings and stuff and okay he's like he took off his hat i took off my hat hi sir how are you you know what i'm nervous why are you so he's like um so you're the barber i'm like yes i am so you know i looked i looked him dead in the eyes didn't blink whatever he's <laughs> like if you're in this for money forget it you won't be successful okay if you have a love and a passion you'll be successful i said wow sir thank you and he said gary give him my personal number no Call me. way and today he's my mentor yeah today yeah oh yeah. that is amazing yeah so we talk maybe once a week nice just okay i've taken i've taken the family up to his house and he treats me like like i'm his son you know nice and he always says he sees something in me like he's been here for he's what miss mario's what 74 okay he's like kiddo i've never met <laughs> he anybody still calls like you, you. Kiddo. <laughs> anybody like you in my 40 years in this country ay 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 and for him like you know pre-pandemic we go for lunch once a month and I know mm. when we go sit down for lunch people probably looking at us like who's the old guy with this younger black mm-hmm, guy mm-hmm. you know they probably think it's a big brother program or something you know like some <laughs> some kind of work release program some kind of, right, some kind of work release program you know and you know he just gives me he, he gives me the jewels of life like he can get like if he said i'll give you a million dollars or i can give you the well of knowledge i take the well of knowledge mm. right okay. um yeah but going back to the uh to the whole thing with the barbershop uh so get the barbershop i'm doing all my renovations mm. in there and stuff and you know you gotta renovate because you know you can't just slap together a place and okay guys come in you know the first impressions especially on young street oh, right you oh, can't most definitely you can't you can't really play around and if um, everybody's expecting you on young street to not right? do well yeah right so um maybe a month before i'm trying to figure out how can i tell my clients in the chair that i'm opening a barbershop without it getting mm, to the other barbers, the rest of them <laughs> right so i'm racking my brain racking my brain how am i going to do this but i already knew what i want to do like i want to give them a menu um a menu of all my services okay i want to give them like a little blurb a paragraph hey listen Natasha Khan, you know, thank you so much for supporting me over all the years. Well, you know, I'm opening a barbershop. It's not nice. for me; it's for you guys. Okay. Just, to, just, just, to, you know, everything in there, and 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 I was gonna have an open house. Okay. So I opened March third, uh, March third, two thousand eight. So I want to have an open house March second. Everybody, come by, familiarize yourself with the area, so you know where you're coming. You know, have some food and stuff mm. like. You know what I mean? Okay. How am I gonna do this? Um, cutting here on a Friday evening. Mm, the barbershop at the barbershop, and I work right next to the window. Um, and I finished cutting my guy and there's about four guys sitting down waiting and the, and the two barbers are working. 
about to cut my leg. I'm like, hold on a second, man. I'm just going to run to the bathroom. Just give me a sec. So I run to the bathroom. My phone's on the windowsill. I run to the bathroom. Tops two and a half minutes. I come back. My phone's gone. No. In the barbershop. Blackberry. Remember I said this when yes. the Blackberry was hot? Yes. Phone's gone. I'm, I'm like, hey, guys, you see a Blackberry, man? No. The guy scratched the back of their head. I'm like, no, man, you must have taken to the bathroom. No, it was on the windowsill. I don't have my phone in my pocket when I'm working. Right. Someone stole my phone. But you know what? You could take a $100 phone, the $150, $800 phone. The universe said to me, now you got to ask all your clients to write down their phone <laughs> number, the their number. email address, and everything. And I'm like, universe. Thank universe. you. Thank you. Universe. <laughs> It's extra work, but thank you. Listen, Natasha, thank you. Listen, man, I lost my. I don't have your. Yeah. Can you write down your information? Universe. Wow. Universe. Wow. Universe. That right? is flipping amazing. It's a universe. Oh, so, most definitely. So two weeks before I'm gonna open, um, I start. I start to give all my clients an envelope. They're like, "What's this?" I'm like, "Open it, get in your car." So the barber Rickman is like, "Yo," he said, "Yo, um, what do you give it to your clients here?" P. I'm like, "Listen, man, I'm opening a barber shop." <laughs> He's like, really, eh? <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, yeah, where is I'm like, I'm like, um, it's up at Young and Finch. He's like, oh, okay, you're going to call those Persian boys up there, you know? I'm like, okay, you know, sure, whatever. <laughs> Another guy comes in and goes, yo, P, I heard open opening a barbershop, man. I'm like, yeah, he's like, where is I'm Young and Finch. He's like, yo, you're never going to succeed up there. I'm like, why wow. not? He's like, there's no black people up there. I'm like, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no, there's no color in business, I feel. That's you know? correct, yes. And if I'm only catering to one specific mm -hmm. Um, demographic you pigeonhole yourself yes, right exactly. you can't you can't grow yep you yep. know and um and now you're worldwide i don't know about worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> if worldwide you're, toronto you're <laughs> toronto yeah uh, i wouldn't just say toronto come on right. now right. i've told you don't be shy about yourself yeah. so why don't we put out your location and um, it is by appointment only yeah. your services yeah uh the forum barber parlor um 55 19 young street um young just south of finch mm. um obviously we do haircuts uh shaves um just the basics and you know i mean we don't do like hair washing and all that stuff and you know just um a lot of shit talk you know a lot of sports <laughs> <laughs> you know right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so yes, and um, you go early in the morning. You're not a yeah, I you're start not a late person no, at all. I start every day at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. Um, and what time are you out by? Uh, what time am I out? Or what time yeah, up? like what time are you finish working um, and stuff? I usually finish uh 7 every day. Mm. Yeah, um. You know, I, I, I go, I'm, I mean, I'm on social media because I have to be for business. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of barbers out there that do a lot of things that I can't do. Like, like the kind of art that these kids are doing. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, wow, this is great. <laughs> the different you know? designs. Oh, and the, it's incredible. The fades and it's all a, of yeah, that. It's yes, incredible. Yes. You know, yes. Um, that's great and all. But uh, just like in sports, you know, if you're. Uh, and, and I don't know if you know this guy, but if you're Rudy Gobert, so he plays for the Utah Jazz. So he's a he is a defensive player. So so he's been a defensive player for well not the last year, but the year before, like like two years in a row, right? Okay. So he specializes in defense. So so, so if you come down the lane, more likely than not, he's gonna block you, right? Right. And right. As as good as he is, 
he's not great because mm. he's a specialist right okay. so um i feel that in whatever you're doing you know you need to check more than one box right so you know for these kids that are again they're doing amazing things mm. you know um my thing is what what is your value add um what else are you giving to your client you know because i mean i worked at barbershops where you know the barber's been on the phone the whole haircut you know so i feel that you're robbing that person of an experience you know mm. um coming to get your haircut it's not just oh yeah okay great i got a haircut or you know guys are coming to the barbershop i used to work at you know like with like their clothes on from cutting the lawn and stuff like you know well i don't know if you I don't know if you cut the lawn, but then you cut the lawn, You're and then the green stuff's on the shoes and, and stuff, stuff like like yeah, all the all yeah, the lawn, all the yeah, all the all yeah. the grass shaving and stuff. And guys come to the barbershop. Oh, it's just a haircut, whatever. Yeah, I want guys coming down to Young Street, man. You got to dress to come and see me, you know, because you have no idea who you're gonna see on Young Street A mm. and B. I want you to feel like you can go out right after you come see me. Okay. Right. Yes. So. Um, I used to. I used to after I cut my hair, I used to go straight to work. <laughs> right, right. So you know, it's, so it's you know, and for you, you know, you know, you come in early in the morning. And yeah. You, you know. Yep. I used to come in. It's 6:30. an experience. Yeah. It's an experience. Yeah. You know, you're not just sitting down there. Okay, whatever. Haircut. He's on the. He's on the phone, or he's watching TV. He's talking to somebody no, else. We used to have you our know? discussions. Absolutely. I used absolutely. to have my therapy moments. A- absolutely. It's you and know, it's um. Because of you, that's why I'm here today. Thank you. Thank no, you. thank you. That's huge. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. You know, um, so yeah, the, yeah, you gotta, you know, I always say again, sports, whatever you're doing, you, you have to be the Michael Jordan of what you're doing, you know? Okay. That you're into the sports. Let's talk about your podcast that you do. Oh, sorry, sorry. How are we doing for time? We okay We're good. Time? We're 1030. Yeah. We're good. Okay. Come right. on. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. I like to, um, and that's oh actually no can we go back i want to sure. actually talk about your beard oil okay i was oh mm. the beard oil i mm. didn't know you're a big actor i need your autograph mm. that fabulous video that you do in your um <laughs> on your website patrice okay oh my goodness where you're dressed up and you're out in some condo by the sea and tower wow how long ago did you see that I just saw. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm like, what commercial? That's no, that's that's old. Yeah, we did that. Um, you know what? Shout out to everybody that made that come through. Um, it's really good. Farshad, <laughs> my boy Wolf, you know, who gave me the condo to use, and Tracy, you know, okay. who did my makeup. Um, okay. So again, my days are long. 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whatever. We went and shot the commercial after work. Okay. And we, we ended up, end up being there till 3 3 a.m. Oh wow yeah so for as short as that is yeah it's not a, time, a lot know? of time yeah yeah well it was fun the beard oil it was fun. yeah so, um so you have three fragrances right yeah um this is actually inspired by um by amir johnson he's played for the toronto raptors mm, yes okay so i was amir johnson's personal barber when he was in toronto for okay. five years uh great guy probably one of the nice guys you're ever gonna meet in life um Amir uh, at the time had a problem growing a beard, right? Mm. He'd always ask me, he's like, yo, 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 what do you put in your beard, man? What, what do you use there? <laughs> and I mean, I'm always researching online. I just went online and I kind of concocted something together. I'm like, hey, listen, I have some stuff here, man. I could just really? give you some, you know? He's like, all right, cool. So I went to Michael's. I bought, I bought like a little jar and I went home and I concocted and I, and I, 
and I, I, I have labels for everything at the shop and stuff. So I put a forum label on it and I, I gave it to him. And he's like, yo, this is nice, man. Thanks. And he put in like immediately as I got there, he put it in, right? So I left there and I'm thinking to myself, hmm, let me see what I can do here. So I have a, so my guy that does like uh, my website and stuff and does all my labeling and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you always need a team of people around you. You know, mm-hmm. you need that. I'm learning. No man is an island. No man's an island, you know? It's mine so right? far. Exa- exa- right? Right? <laughs> exactly you know, i'm you, with the younger ones though hey, i gotta go okay, with the younger okay. ones man yeah, yeah. gotta stay with <laughs> the exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> gotta stick with these ones uh, absolutely uh-huh. absolutely um i call my design guy i'm like listen man i got an idea here man um can you can you draw me up some labels or whatever so we came up with a cool little logo and stuff and you know and, and, I, and I named it and and I went and sourced like these little these little small 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 jars like with a dropper. Mm, with yes, dropper. yes, yes. And I brought it down to so the next so so I go see Amir every week. So what he did is, at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. he would give me his actual schedule, like the Raptor schedule. Okay. So it shows me what time he's flying out to go to Miami. Let's say okay, how long they're going to be in Miami when they fly over to Charlotte. So I'd have his whole schedule. Okay. So every time I go see him, he goes, listen, you got the schedule there? He's like, okay, so let me see. So next week, Friday morning. Mm. And one thing I liked with Amir was he respected me. Okay. Like it was, and I, again, I'm older than all these guys. It's not a, okay, I want my haircut right mm-hmm. now. You got to jump. He's like, listen, I know you start early. So can we do even earlier? He's like, it's going to be tough for me to wake up. But I don't care. Like, listen, I'll be up at five if you can take care of me. Really? So I go down and cut him at 5 a.m., whatever. And he's like, okay, so next week, let me see the schedule. Next week is Charlotte. Come back to Toronto. That's a night flight. Okay, can we do after the game? Whatever the case may be. Then I say, okay, cool. And then I then I leave, whatever. And um, get down there and I give him like the box. So I go to his place and he opens the door. I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Give him the handshake, whatever. Give him the dap. And then I give him, I'm like, yo, man, I got this for you. And I give him the jar. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the jar and he's like, shit. And he turns around. He leaves me at the, at the door. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then... So then I close the door behind me, uh-huh. you know, and I take out my jacket and I walk over to I walk over to like where we usually cut in the kitchen and I see him taking a picture of the oil. And I mean, at the time, I don't know, Amir maybe had maybe, maybe like 180,000 followers on okay. Instagram, whatever. Okay. And this is like 2015, 2015 maybe, okay. right? And he takes a picture and he posts it on Instagram. And five minutes later, my phone starts ringing. <laughs> hey. How do we find this? How do we find this? How do we? Who are these people? Really? But now you see the power of social media, where I'm like, mm. eat, like I mean, you have a computer in your hand. He posts. They have no idea who I am. Right. And they go. He posts my. You know, he at mentions me. They go over to my page. Then they, they go say, to my website. Yeah. They get my phone number. They start hitting me now, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's for I'm real now. Something. Mm. Yeah. Um. One of my other guys, uh, PK Subban. Mm-hmm. Uh. New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. What up, kid? <laughs> um, well, I hope he listens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be great yeah, for me. Yeah. Um, he he was in Montreal at the time, and he stayed down at the Ritz Carlton. I went down to cut him on a Saturday morning, and I cut him. And uh, he has a bigger following than Amir Johnson. He, hmm. He's, I mean, Amir, great guy, whatever. But but Peek is a bit more jovial, very very. Um, uh, huge personality, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So we get down, get down there, you know. You know, we're in, we're in the bathroom cutting. He's like, he's, he's like, yo, man, you got any of that oil? But yeah, 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 I got some beard or whatever. And he's like, yo, man, let's take a picture with it. I'm like, yeah, yeah take a picture. <laughs> I'm like, all right. 
So, you know, we take the picture and no word of a lie. When I got into the car, the Ritz Carlton is uh, down in Wellington, mm-hmm. Wellington, 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 uh, Wellington, Simcoe, whatever. Driving up Young Street to Young and Finch, I took eight phone calls, eight orders, just phone calls. Wow. Just not even text messages. Posting? Yeah. Not even, not even text messages. How'd they get your phone, phone number? Calls. Again, people go see him. He at mentions me. Oh, and you're late. Then they go over. Then okay. they go over to my page. Wow. Then they go. Then All they see my that. website. Click. I'm like, okay. And were they big orders? I got or? it. I I can't remember. It. Mm. It's just so now I'm like, you know, I I was forced to produce, which I like doing. Okay. You know, I even in high school I had this problem. I'm like, you know, people are like, okay, you know, we have the exam in June. I'm gonna start. Studying in the beginning, I can't do that. I got, I got it. Like, <laughs> there's to too go. much going on. Like, I, like, I have that kind of mind where, I, that mind where I compartmentalize everything. Mm. So, I, everything's in compartments, you know. So, I got to start studying the night before. I can't, and it sucks. <laughs> not a whole month before. Yeah, yeah. it, su- it doesn't it make sucks, sense. You're not going to retain it. No, What's the point of no. it? Yeah. Whatever I yeah. learned throughout the year is going to be in there. Like, like, don't give me something that you know. Yes. Right. Yes. So, um, yeah, I can't, I can't remember how um, if the orders were big or not. But then I realized, okay. You know, you got something here, you know, and and how is it doing now? Um, doing well. Um, so it's not even really beard oil anymore. It's okay. grooming products, right? So okay. actually, um, we're going through the process right now. We're coming out with a plant-based hair pomade, nice. plant-based hair conditioner, hand pa- uh, plant-based shampoo. Okay. So we're gonna come in with the full line this year. Good. Full line of grooming products. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, you just you, you realize that. Um, and again, I've more than passed my 10,000 hours of what I've done. You know, I've perfected my craft. Um, every successful businessman that I've studied started out left and have gone completely right. Mm. Um, one of the first ones I really studied was Richard Branson. Okay. So Richard Branson um, is a guy that owns Virgin. Oh, okay. Right? So Virgin Airlines. Yes. Virgin Mobile mm. phones. Mm-hmm. R- Richard Branson started out, and it's a really good read. I like like you can actually go back to that for actual um, um, notes, whatever the case would be. Started out uh, in England with um, a newspaper called The Onion in school. Okay. And in school. In school, okay. yeah, college. Started okay. with The Onion. Yeah, uh, he he came he came from he came from. Um, upper class okay Okay. but still but he still had to push because you know you see a lot of kids there who come from a lot Mm -hmm. and they don't do anything right right right. you know like even the forbes you know even the forbes magazine i read the forbes every month it comes out and you know you'll see the guys like you see the ticker you know the ticker will say okay so this is the year's top 400 forbes and it'll show you the arrow upper arrow down so what that means is so so it'll have your name it'll have your age your industry it'll show you how you made your money if you're self-made inheritance With oh, the case wow. would be, so you see the inheritance. So I always look at people with the inheritance and see which way the arrow is going. Mm. So so it'll be arrow arrow up means that you're actually growing the business. Arrow okay. down means that you're actually Lose. not growing the business, mm. right? You're not doing too well. And majority of the times you see the people that get the inheritance, arrows down, right? Mm. Um, they got it too easy, right? So um, Richard Branson starts out. Uh, he has he has the Onion newspaper. Um, and then he ends up getting like this little shop, like a record shop. Like him and his buddies open a little record shop at the KCB, you know, and people are coming in, they're buying records, buying records, buying records. You know, he's so into music now. So he wants to, he wants to open a studio, mm-hmm. you know, where people can record and stuff, you know. Okay. And um, 
couldn't find anything in London, so he found somewhere like in the outskirts, a little bit cheaper, you know. And his parents gave him a Bentley <laughs> car, right? He's like, it was older, and, and you know, like again, the book he says it was older, but you know, yes, whatever, yes, right? Yeah. So, so he buys his place on the outskirts, which again is good. He buys a place, and uh, he ends up. He, so he travels out there every day, like to go whatever. So something happened to his car. He had to take a cab to get over to the studio. Uh, taking the cab there the cab driver's driving he's like hey hey you know so where are you going home he's like no no, no i have a recording studio up here he's like oh, okay he's like yeah i do music too so richard brand's like oh, okay sure you do music great mm. he's like okay so what's your name phil collins no right phil collins gets in there starts the music whatever the case would be and okay you know um just even uh um you know i think he's saying something about the phones are ringing and you know you're trying to get people and trying to impress people and this that this that I think maybe Mick Jagger. They came into the, um, in in into the record shop one time, and you know, and he says, "Fake it till you make it," you know. So he's pretending he's on the phone with all these people. He's holding on to this phone here and this phone there and stuff, and you know. So Mick Jagger's like, "Wow, this guy's like, you know, he's legit. You know, he's busy." Uh-huh, then uh-huh. they start working with him, whatever the case would be, and you know, he builds up um, his company is called Virgin Music, and this is like in the 1960s. I want to say he built this up. You know, um, he signed all the big acts. You know, he had Phil Collins, or before he was Phil Collins, you know, Genesis was the name of the group. Mm-hmm, Genesis, mm-hmm. The Genesis, 80s. yes, yes. He had Janet Jackson. Oh wow! Where the case would be, and he sold Virgin in uh, 1995, I believe, for over a billion to. Wow. Um, so he, yeah, for over a billion. I think it was uh, he sold to EMI, I believe. EMI. Um, but I can't remember what uh, um, off the top of my head exactly what it was. But uh, in the late 80s, there something about aviation happened to him and mm-hmm. he wa- and he bought a plane oh yeah he bought a plane and it was kind of one of those uh things where well i can't say kind of one of those things but we don't know anything <laughs> about this stuff right but he's in england he wants to get a flight path to new york and to los angeles like the hubs okay but they won't give you a flight path until you've done a certain amount of flights somewhere or like you're like big and right he's only he, i think maybe have one plane at a time <clears throat> so he's going over to like to england to france England to China, whatever the case be. So everything on the Eastern Hemisphere type mm. thing, right? But you can't get over to the West, the West right? Side. Whatever. Um, so he gets through by, um, again, it, it's the universe. So it's so it's the Gulf War, 1990, 1991, the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing with Saddam Hussein yes. and what's going on in the Gulf War. There were prison of, prison, prisoners of war okay. captured. He flew his plane over. To Iraq, mm-hmm. and he got the prison, and he 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 was the only one to actually pick up the prisoners. No so everyone's way. like, "Who is this guy? Right. What's this plane doing here?" And it had Virgin on the on side, side of it. Okay. They're like, "Who is this guy?" So from there, he starts to kind of take off. Now, now mm-hmm. he has a bit of a name for himself, right? So he has maybe six or seven planes now, but he still can't get over to the West. Um, really interesting story about business. You know, he um, he's about experience. Okay, you know, so he has the air stewardess with the nice skirts on and you know what's an experience you come on there you know he's very jovial Mm. guy whatever you know so that everybody takes on his personality and um his thing is okay i want this to be the ultimate experience i want to put screens on the back of every headrest so everybody can come sit down and they can watch tv Mm. while they're while we're flying so he goes to invest he's like listen i want da 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 how many how many millions of dollars to to put screens in the back of the headrest. The investors say, okay, that's great. How are we monetizing this? What's the value add? He's like, well, it's an experience. They're like, how are we gonna get our money back? <laughs> He's like, well, you're going to, you know, there's gonna be more people finding. Exactly. They're like, no. They said, 
we will give you more capital to buy more planes. Right. And he's like, wow, I'll take the account for the planes. Absolutely. I don't worry about the screens later. <laughs> Bigger picture, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, so for myself, you know, I, I'm only one man. I can only cut so many people. So I need to go the other way into something else, right? Mm. This exact same thing that he did. Like he sold, he sold Virgin for one, one point something billion in 1995, which now is probably like three billion with inflation, <laughs> right? It's a, whatever the case would be, you know, and he has Virgin Mobile um, and he has a, um, he has a Virgin Galactica. Where, where he's actually flying to the moon now too oh really yeah you know so again you know oh, he, he so started over here and went over real here. big real real big right that's good you know? so that's, good. that's where my mind is going to go to the next level the other way so, it's like jay-z i mean he started out a drug dealer mm -hmm. he got into rapping and now look at the guy mm -hmm. he went a whole left too oh, right wow. yeah well and so let's talk about your um your little podcast shows that you do as well. Um, so I because uh, you're so busy cutting here, you have to have fun. Yeah, so I do. Um, <laughs> so I do a show called B Ball and Bacchanal, mm. as I know my Trinidadian heritage. Uh, my 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 good friend Soka Prince, Doctor J. Uh, I've been partying with this guy. Um, I mean, I love Soka. I've been partying with this guy since the mid '90s, you know. And I always say to Jay, I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that we're close now because mm. if we were closer then I would have ruined the relationship because I would have been asking him to get him free to all the parties back then, you know, hundred <laughs> percent. I would have ruined the relationship. 100%. So, you know? yes. <laughs> so I always say, you know what? I'm glad that we're close now, now. Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, so, so we do, we do it every Monday, um, out of a restaurant actually here in Ajax, um, just here, here in Durham called Zen mm -hmm. restaurant, you know, which is cool. You know, even that too, you know, we started out, you know, Hey, you know what? Like, you know, we like to talk shit, whatever in the barbershop, mm -hmm. let's just start something up and see how it goes. Yes. You know? And he has a huge following. You yeah. Know? He has a huge yeah. following in the West Indian community. He's the guy, like he's the top two soca DJs in the world. Like he's the guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a no brainer, you know, that we get the traction that we get um you know we started maybe three years ago and we kept going kept going and you know all of a sudden you know we got a call you know and you never know who's watching you know mm -hmm. you always you know you you know you, you be the michael jordan of whatever you're doing mm -hmm. and the byproduct will always, always come, come you know yep. the, you know yep. the guy the guy chris chris chetty shout out chris chetty from zen you know he reached out to jay he's like listen man i love what you guys are doing man like i mean are you you guys looking for a sponsor like i love to sponsor that i love the show so now we shoot every Monday at nine thirty at his uh, at his um, his yes. restaurant and yeah, it's on Twitch. Always funny. Yeah, and I mean, oh, <laughs> you guys are hilarious. And I, I mean, our thing is, um, I'm no expert on the NBA. I know what I like, but people want to hear the shit talk. Mm -hmm. You know, like you know, you, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, you they want to hear West Indians talk about you know, and it's cool now because I mean, a lot of people can't really see people now, so no, it's almost like exactly. you know, you're. Okay, I'm hearing these guys talk, but I can see them. It's almost like I'm sitting down in a room with them, you know, which is cool. Yes, you yes, know? yes. Yeah, so yes. it's good. And you guys are a bunch, a nice bunch to hang around with. Thank you, and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I then do. your other show that you do on the NBA. Yeah. Um, the lineup. Yeah, the lineup. Um, uh, good friend of mine, Dwayne Watson, mm. playing basketball with him for years, reached out to me about four years ago. He's like, hey, listen, man, I got this idea. Um this show um he does a show called nba xl which is like an nba lifestyle show mm -hmm. on uh, on nba tv he's like i want to actually have a barbershop segment with you 
you know doing the like the hosting you know so um like yeah sure absolutely man you know no no uh no problem so we shoot well we used to shoot out the jordan store down yes. on young street uh yes. younger yes. than that you know you came down there one time yes um and uh yeah it's, it's good it's good it's a it's it it's myself pretending to cut hair you know <laughs> like because you can't you can't have the clipper on because you know, no, the microphone's right noise. there it's gonna make noise right so people people on well me you online, do really well with <laughs> You think so. Some people are like, oh, what kind of guy is this man? Is he even a barber? People, people on Instagram, I'm like, it's not that serious. I'm acting like it is your TV you're acting, you know? Oh, this guy sucks. Oh, this guy's not even a barber. Like, Do like they you, really say oh, that yeah. about you? People, people always find. I know no you're going to get the negative yeah, yeah, and the positive. Yeah, yeah. I totally hear you. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember one guy's like, yo, man, this guy's not even turning the chair. <laughs> you know? And a couple of guys, like, I want to respond to him, but then I see the name and I'm like, um, what is um something gully gully something? I'm like, okay, you know, let You're me not, let me not, yeah, 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 let me, yeah. Before this guy comes to five five one nine, you know, I guess you're watching the show, you know. So that's the main uh, thing. They're watching yeah. the show. They can criticize as much yeah. as they want. They're still yeah. watching it, right? Yeah, it's um, it's good. Um, so now we're doing um, there's a Jordan store closed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so now we're doing it out of my barber shop, which is cool. Uh, this year, um, last the last episode we did a Zoom. But I believe we're going back to going go back to the actual barbershop. Oh, nice! Um, and when is that starting? Or you um, haven't decided? No. So actually, I spoke to the spoke to the producer yesterday, and um, yeah, we did an episode. Uh, it was a, it was an all female episode. It was actually really good. Oh yes, yeah, I did yeah. see that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It was actually really good. Yes, um, really good, really good energy. Um, so we did that one like last, maybe like three weeks ago. Mm. That was good. So we used to do it every month now. We used to okay. be every two weeks now because, you know, they don't get as much content anymore because right. people can't travel, right? So um, it's uh, it airs on NBA TV, Raptors TV. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was really surprised at our ratings. Uh, I think we're getting, because it's a national show, it's across mm-hmm. the country. We're getting about 214,000 viewers a show. Nice. That Congratulations. Really yeah. So we're, we're actually number two, NBA XL, the show is number two on the network only to live games. Wow, yeah, that is really good. amazing. Yeah, which is good. Thank so you. So you're going left for sure now. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you know, I, I always told my mom, I'm like, Mom, I want to get paid to talk shit. You know? <laughs> and look so, at you. Yeah. yeah. So. And your son doesn't fall far behind from you. You think? Oh my gosh. Well, he doesn't talk shit. He talks. He just sense. talks a lot. A lot. Yeah. And yeah. it's like very demanding. Like his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Like his mom. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, okay. Like his mom. Let's say both. <laughs> yeah. How about we just do both of you? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate all of this, Patrice. It no, was really I, I, nice. I appreciate. I mean, I appreciate you having me here. And uh, you know, you said you're gonna start up a podcast. I'm like, well, I asked you, like, hey, you know, like, you need guests. I'd love to be on there. You're like, yeah. sure. Of course. Yeah. course. It's at least. He's like, it's an honor for me to be here. Thank you. No, absolutely. No worries. So when you said about um, the gentleman sitting in the chairs, it's almost like a therapy. Absolutely. I hope you're proud of yourself for that because there's not a lot of people that can actually relate to people. And for you to have that open mind and that non-judgmental, that's really good and it's nice that people can turn to you when you know whenever they need you because for me i know i've called you up just out of the blue sometimes (laughs) 
and yeah. like I said, it's because of you. I'm why I'm here today. Thank I've you. listened to all of your advice when I called you about the branding myself, and you told me what you had to tell me, and I took it in. So, oh, thank you. I'm really hoping that whoever's listening to this anywhere in the world will take it in and understand that. It, you have to work but you don't have to work as long as you're putting in the time and you're passionate about it and for me i always believe as long as you're having fun doing it mm -hmm. absolutely so you doing all your stuff you're yeah, having fun yeah, yeah no <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess i've created a lane for myself as opposed to you know following the tracks that somebody else laid mm. you know and again when you when when you're doing something that's not done, mm -hmm. everybody's like, whoa, you can't do that. That's, you know, that's foul. That's flagrant. You mm -hmm. can't do that, you know? And and again, once you're the Michael Jordan, what you're doing, you got to put your reps in. You know, you got you to gotta be working harder than everybody else. You know, like The yeah. Rock. Like, I'm a huge, huge fan of The Rock. The Rock's always like, he's going to be the hardest worker in the room. It's like myself. Like, no one's going to outwork me. You know, mm -hmm. like, I, see these, I see these young guys on Instagram, man. And shout out to all the young barbers out there coming up. You know, um... Again, I can't do half the stuff they're doing. It's Louis, incredible. Yeah, yeah. But they're not going to outwork me, mm. you know? Because these guys are out there partying. I'm, I'm like, I'm up I'm up in the morning. <laughs> I got to meditate and do my exercise and then I head to work, you know? Yeah. Do you right? think you would ever stop barbering? Uh, no. Okay. Um, no. Um, I'm going to scale back significantly. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's no way I could keep going the pace I'm going mm. right now. There's no, there's no way. Yeah, but um, I can never stop. No, yeah. no. I have some guys here who are who are lifers. Like, listen, until you're in the until you're in that box, you gotta you gotta take care of you, you know. And yeah. I had seen a video with you taking care of yourself as a barber. You were getting like a hand massage or yeah, something okay. like that. Oh yeah, on my Instagram, eh? Yes. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was you know, more yeah, concerned yeah, about yeah, Baba. Yeah, so I wasn't nice, concerned nice, about nice. you. Now, now I gotta know nice, you. Nice. <laughs> And it was very yes. interesting to learn all of that with you. So um, as a barber, I mean, holding the clippers and all of that. I mean, is there any advice for barbers that are coming up um, to make sure that because those clippers are small. So it's it's um, like you said, self-care. It's uh, I mean, I exercise five, six days a week. Mm. I mean, I'm not trying to go to the NBA. Or I'm not trying to you know, be in a weightlifting competition, but. Um, I do what's conducive to my job, you know, okay. so I'm hunched over when I mm, cut. Yes. So I got to make sure I got to do the opposite when I exercise. So I do a lot of pulling exercises to round my shoulders back. Okay. Or else okay. you can be hunched all the time. So I do what's conducive for my, for my job. Okay. I stand on my feet for 14 hours a day. So the majority of my exercises are legs. Mm. Like I'm not going to be, you know, the guys you see walking around and, you know, with the, with the big top and the small legs, yes, yeah. I'm the opposite. Like I'll have bigger legs and, you know, <laughs> the, the bigger okay. upper body, right? You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, because I mean, you only have one body, right? You got to take care of it. You know, this job is very stressful, mm -hmm. very strenuous on the body. Um, and you got to prepare yourself for it. You know, you have to be proactive. I mean, I was younger. I used to get, uh, I used to get pains in my back and stuff and lower back. Okay. There's a time, one time I sneezed there through my back, but I couldn't walk oh. for two days and stuff. And yeah, I, I mean, knock on wood, I don't get, I don't get injured anymore. I do, I do a lot of yoga now, actually. Okay, you know? okay, yeah. And ten years ago, I'm doing yoga, like you say, yoga. You know, like I laugh at you, like oh, yoga. <laughs> and now you're right? all up in it. <laughs> I'd rather do yoga than actually 
lift weights. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it, it's yeah. very healing. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. it, uh, it's the whole mindset too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, well, let me see what we have time. Oh, it's ten fifty-seven. We're good. So we're good. Nice. Thank you for having me. Thank you very <laughs> much for coming. I so appreciate it, Patrice. No worries at all. Thank you. Love you lots. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Best to you. Thank you. All right.